Podcasting from the JK Twin Studios. This is the show for Reds fans, by Reds fans. Each week, we take a look at the games, the players, and the stories of Cincinnati Reds baseball. Now, your hosts, Scott Evans and Nick Lawson. And this is the Reds Fans Chatter Podcast. I'm Scott Evans. He is Nick Lawson, and welcome to the Reds Fans Chatter Podcast, uh, where we talk all things Reds baseball. And this week, we are flying kind of like uh, David Bell does with his bullpen use by the seat of our pants. You, you get right on the head there. <laughs> Hopefully, we do uh, a much, much more effective job than uh, they did uh, this last homestand. Yeah, I, I wasn't too happy with this, the series of the Mets. Or with no, the that, that Monday game. I mean, we talked about it last week, but that was brutal. Yeah. Uh, the Brewer series was really brutal. Uh, uh, Cardinals series yeah. was good. You, you take two out of three the rest of the year. You're, you're going to give your chance, your chances to make the playoffs much higher than you don't. I mean, you're not in the driver's seat because there are teams ahead of you, uh, but you can't worry about that. You just got to take care of yourself and – uh, you know, I keep reading six games is insurmountable. No, it's not. When did six games in July become insurmountable? No, you have plenty of time to, to, to get back in this thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I know the Reds are kind of struggling. Hopefully the front office will make some moves. Uh, we'll find out uh, Friday. In fact, next week we'll make that our show. Next week we will break down the Reds 2021 trades. I'm hoping they're ha- they're going to have some. I mean, they haven't well, been mentioned if, anything. If they don't, we'll, we we will. Bla- I will be the. F- I've been a very uh, patient and very. Uh, I'm not going to say big, but a supporter of Nick Crawl. Understanding you, you can't make the deal. If you make the deals before the All Star break, you're going to overpay, or you may not get the guy that could help you the most. But it's crunch yeah, time now. There, there's no more waiver trades because Manfred got rid of those for some stupid reason. Yeah, I mean the Reds have only been linked to Miguel Rojas and the Marlins. But you know, you know what though that that going back to Walt Jockety, yeah. There's always been rumors. Ninety percent of them don't come true, and about a hundred percent of them aren't a hundred percent correct. And Walt kept things very close to the vest. I think Dick Williams was very selective in what he leaked. I, th- I think a few times he did leak things, especially in the off season. Uh, before making big signings, but uh, the midseason trades—I mean, last year there was no one that said the Reds were going to trade for Archie Goodwin until you know moments before it actually happened. Same thing with—I uh, probably just butchered Brian Goodwin, not Archie Goodwin. I combined the two, <laughs> and uh, no, no one, and, and no one actually—I uh, don't think there was any real like long lingering rumors. Oh, the Reds are in on Archie Bradley. It just kind of happened, so I, I think that's going to happen on Friday. Hopefully, the Reds remember that the deadline is Friday instead of Saturday, because Manfred, I guess, didn't want a Saturday trade deadline. It could have been worse. You could have called him uh, like like Archibald Graham or something. Well, that's like true. Dating. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, having a trade deadline on a Friday, I mean. It's before the weekend. You got something to talk about on the weekend, you know. At least, see if it, especially when it comes to the Reds, the Reds have to do something here to make to make this bullpen better. Right. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times I say the best trade that you can make is the one you don't make. 
But with this bullpen, that goes out the window. Yeah, I know we're getting healthier. The guys are coming back. You know, Renzen's there's talk about him getting doing baseball activities again. So uh, Mustakis is doing baseball activities. Yeah. So Castellanos, uh, I, I would be okay with the Reds trading for a shortstop. I mean, it, really, a shortstop is where is kind of the perfect rental situation for the Reds uh, with Jose. Uh, I'm going to butcher his name, even though I used to speak Spanish. Barrero. I think you're uh, formerly Jose Garcia. Uh, down in AAA, he I know he came up last year was not ready for the big leagues. He looks like his bat is is uh, getting pretty close. So, um, uh, Kyle his, Farmer's, his numbers his numbers are really good down there right now. And Kyle Farmer's done an oh he's done a hit or miss job at shortstop. He's kind of maintained. Uh, he, he's he's that kind of perfect utility player uh, that's there when there are injuries. Uh, unfortunately, Suarez has been a disappointment this year. And uh, Nixon Zell, he can't stay healthy. I, no, I don't want to. He's made a glass. I hate that term, but uh, he, he has been on the injured list a lot uh, in his career. You figure if he were healthy right now, he'd be a nice trade chip. Probably, yes. Well, yes and no. So, very rarely, I mean, if the Reds were in sell mode, absolutely. But very rarely anymore, especially now that Jim Bowden's not in the uh, game, uh, do you get those major league for major league trades at the trade deadline? Those are usually off-season trades. Well, it, it happens, like you said, very rarely, but it does still happen. Okay, yes, I agree. And, and uh, yeah, so... That's uh, that's kind of there. I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what's going on here. I was like, wait a minute, what? what? Huh? Pausing. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, anyway, let's uh, move on to some other discussions. Uh, Reds trades. Uh, they need bullpen. They have not been linked to anyone. My choice, if I I hate fantasy trades, but we're gonna do it anyway. My choice, if the Reds were gonna trade for someone right now would be Ian Kennedy from the Rangers. The Rangers are god-awful. They've yep. set, like, losing record streaks. They've lost, like, 10 or 11 in a row going into yesterday. Uh, they've been outscored, like, 83 to 19. I, these aren't exact numbers, so if you're fact-checking me, I'd probably be wrong, but it, it, it's something along those lines. I saw a, a, a photo shared of a screen cap uh, of their broadcast showing that uh, the other day, or it was from MLB Network, and... I'm like, you know, Reds fans freak out when the Reds lose one game yeah, or even three games in a row uh, that all teams do, including the 1990 team, including the big red machine. We yeah, can't win them all. But, uh, I mean, getting outscored that badly and, and you have a closer on the team that still has under a three ERA, um, I, he, to me, he would be a perfect uh, choice if, if they can make a deal. You know, I'd like to see that happen. Uh, it makes sense. You know, you know, if you look yeah, at it, it just makes a whole lot of sense. I mean, the Reds would have to give up prospects. They're not going to, they're not, no one's going to give you their top star for Suarez. No. Especially if the team's rebuilding. They're not going to want to pay a guy hitting 180, $7 million a year, $8 million a year, $10 million a year. Um, <laughs> if they're, if they're in a rebuild mode. Yeah, I mean, Senzel would be a guy that you get as a bench player. 
being that he's made of glass and he is injured every time he steps on the field. Right, but he, he's not going to get traded. So I know. <laughs> I'm wishing. I, I like Nick Sintel. I like Nick too. I, I think he's a great dude and great player, but when he's hurt all the time, it's not really worth a damn, you know? <laughs> it's just how it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, no one on the major league, unless the Reds go into sell mode, is highly unlikely any of the any of the players that you're seeing on a daily basis maybe a Tyler Naquin but do you really want to get rid of him no no he's, he's right now he's too uh, valuable and Shogo doesn't have any trade value he, he's making seven eight million dollars a year and unless he's playing there's no market value for him either as far as you know marketing uh to the international fan base you know, I'm still trying to figure out why why did we get him from Japan? I mean, he doesn't play much. He didn't come all the way I here mean, from Japan just to sit on the bench. Yeah, that goes on David Bell, I think. Yeah, everything's on David Bell. Because, Well, I'm just saying that because, I mean, last year, starting off, David Bell would only pitch him or hit him against uh, right-handed pitching. Yeah. It's a different time now. Yeah, well, and even even this past series, he batted Aquino against right-handed pitching instead of Shogo after Shogo had a awesome game against the Cardinals on Saturday, both offensively and especially defensively. Yeah, then Aquino strikes out like three times. I mean, Aquino potentially could be a trade chip, but I, again, I don't know what his value is uh, as as much as he struggled the last two years. I mean, granted, he did it was injured. Again, another guy was injured this year, but he's he's come back. He's done well off the bench. He's filling in for Castellanos. So he's one of those guys who's a good fill-in player. Right, but I, I would rather have uh, Shogo playing over Aquino. I, I 100% agree with you. Yeah, so, I mean, I, the Pirates, they did, they did. There were some trades made today. Uh, let's get into that. Um, the Pirates made a couple of trades. They traded Adam Frazier. Uh, to San Diego in a four-player deal. Um, now here good deal, is good deal for the Padres. Good deal yeah, for them. Th- this is kind of uh, crazy on how this went down. So I am I am going to butcher this name worse than I butchered any name. This is going to be you on can, Harry Carey level. You can do it. Tusapita Marcano. No idea. <laughs> uh, he was part of, he was part of the deal. So San Diego called him up to the minors, told him not to report. They traded him to Pittsburgh, who then sent him to the minors. Well, that guy was hate life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the other deal, the Pirates traded, and I don't see this on here. Oh, yep, there it is. Uh, they traded... Clay Holmes, a reliever to the uh, Yankees for Hoy John Park and Diego Castillo. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I looked up Clay Holmes stats. Uh, you know I, know, I know the Reds need relief pitching. I'm not completely upset that they didn't get Clay Holmes. Uh, he had a over four ERA. I, I don't know if he's really that much better than uh, what we have now. Maybe may better than Hendricks. Anybody's better than Hendricks right now. I'll take <laughs> I'm taking a ten ERA right now from Garcia. Oh yeah. Uh, other news: uh, Amir Garrett, uh, congratulations on the birth 
of um do you have a son or a daughter uh you're asking the wrong guy i don't know <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> amir happy on happy hey congratulations on the baby buddy yeah congratulations uh it, it's gonna be an adventure being the first uh first time parent he had a baby girl so he's gonna be okay. a uh which i can't relate to i got two boys twin boys three years old uh, I, I know you have girls well let me let me fill him in for a minute i have two girls they being dead sisters they fight all the time but you know having one girl it should be okay i think it'd be fine <laughs> okay a- any any advice to be a girl dad um she's always gonna be daddy's little girl no matter what, you gotta treat no it. No matter way. what. No matter what. That's awesome. Have fun. So, so congratulations, Amir. Uh, hopefully, uh, you can uh, get back to form and, and just really consistency is what we need out of Amir. I mean, one game he looks like he is unstoppable, and then the next game he doesn't look like he could get me out. You know, it's his best Jekyll and Hyde impression. Right. So, uh, I mean, because he, he goes two or three games, he looks really good. Then he just has a really bad game at a very bad time. I mean, Sean Doolittle is kind of the same way. Tell you what, when he has a bad game, he has a bad game. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's how it is. And, and I, I wish baseball would get rid of the three pitch or three batter rule because. Oh, I hate it. I mean, there's some cases where I think David Bell would probably leave his pitchers in too long. But, uh, I mean, there's a couple of times where. You know, after one or two batters, you can tell a guy doesn't have it that night, and yep. the teams suffer. I'm sure it's not just on the Reds. I'm sure it's across baseball. Oh, no doubt. I mean, you got a guy and it's going to face three batters, and he could give up a home run to each three of them. Yeah. And, you know. And in that case, you're not saving any time as far as, you know, uh, or keeping the pace of the game because typically the pitcher slows down uh, when he's not do- when he's struggling. See Sonny Gray. and then uh also you know you leave him in there it's 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 more time between outs so by the time the uh next pitcher gets in gets his warm-ups in uh it's going to be a lot tougher for him to get out of the jam you know coming in with bases loaded nobody out uh, so, and that's probably why all of these things that Manfred has put in place since 2016 has seen the average time of a game increase, including the games through the pandemic where you have seven inning uh, double headers. The average time of the game has increased like 10 minutes. We, we don't want to have another episode on Manfred, do we? <laughs> uh, we are going to have an entire episode on Rob Manfred and why he should retire from baseball, but that's that we'll do that. We'll save that until after the Reds win the world series. That's right. Cause we're going to win the world series. Go ahead. <laughs> we got to be optimistic. We got it. We got to get there. Absolutely. And then, um, uh, I guess the other thing of note, and we talked about this last week, I kind of want to bring this up every week. Joey Votto still bangs. Joey Votto is in fuego. And since they uh, started cracking down on pitchers with the uh, substances. Yep. He is hit, going into tonight. I know he had a home run. We're recording on Monday, uh, July 26th. Uh, going into tonight, he's hitting 314. On base average of 417. 
and a slugging of 569. That is the old Joey Votto. That's the guy that was MVP in 2010 right there. Yep. Uh, he's Keep had going. six six home runs in 28 games. <laughs> not Man, counting he, not counting tonight, so seven home runs in 29 games. You can't if be you, more on fire than Joey Votto is right now. Yeah, if you um, if you took these numbers over 162 games uh, that he's done since they cracked down on the uh, on the pitching, he would have 186 pit. Or I'm sorry, 186 hits, 81 runs scored, 35 doubles as a uh, how old is he? 37. Six triples, which I, I think that's probably – I don't think you can count that because Votto's, Votto's probably not, gonna get, not going to get more than one or two uh, triples. So we'll discount that number and leave it at one. <laughs> at one. Uh, home runs, though, 35 home runs would be his pace. That would be awesome. And Joey Votto does not hit RBIs. 105 RBIs is the RBI pace uh, heading into uh, the game tonight. He's got two tonight, so keep going. 93 walks. That's a little bit lower. That's probably why his on-base percentage is only 417. Yeah, only. I would, uh, die, for, I would die for 417. He's still, he's still striking out some 180 uh, strikeout pace, 12 hit by pitches, which you know what? As much as the Reds get hit, hit that's probably not just a math error. That's probably a low number at this point. Yeah. And and he does still ground into double plays tw- on pace for twenty four grounding into double plays, but I mean wow, three fourteen four seventeen five sixty nine OPS of nine eighty three uh, runs created, which I don't understand that stat. So I'm not going to pretend to. No. Six point five nine since uh, June the twentieth. I mean, those are MVP numbers. Uh, absolutely. I would take those all day. And the Reds are 15 and 13 in those games. Well, I mean, we got a big road trip right now. He's got to keep going. He's got to keep going. Uh, Chicago's always a weird place to play because some nights the ball will be flying out and other nights it'll be flying in. And their fans are goons. So, <laughs> you know, I, I think that kind of wraps up this show. <laughs> 